0: Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in the Silver King's letters entitled Dearest Ones that he wrote from northern France at A-72 in February of nineteen. 19- 45 He's been a little bit busier lately and enjoying life a little bit more on the social side, as he writes to his family on February 11, 1945. Dearest ones, "'Twas indeed grand receiving two letters and two packages from you tonight. The mail is fairly recent, which makes it all the better." They are dated January 22 and 26. I'm glad you have finally received my letter of Paris. I had forgotten I sent it to Chicago. There isn't much I could tell you in a letter. I'm sure I will be able to do better when I tell you about it. I haven't been back since that first time, but I expect to go again sometime soon, the dates of which I do not know at this time. I'm sorry now I didn't bring a camera with me. I know pictures could tell more than my writing. Come to think of it, I don't think I told you I met Bill Allen while there. I don't remember if you know him. He lived by Bledsoe's and hung around there with me. I hardly recognized him since I hadn't seen him in so long. He's flying a P-47 somewhere in Belgium. I'm so glad the weather was nice for Richie. It must be doing him worlds of good. I just can't imagine he being big enough to go out to dinner with you and eating chop suey. It's easy to see all the treats I'm missing, and I'm plenty jealous. I'm sorry you took the attitude you did about my staying in the Army. I had thought it was a pretty good idea. However, I'm sure we'll be able to discuss it before I'm eligible for a discharge. The packages were more than welcome. Now I remember your writing about them. One contained the cigarettes and mints that Dad sent, and the other had soap and cookies. You sent. I'll surely not have to want for cigarettes or soap for a long time to come. I do hope the situation is better there now and that you are able to get what you need. Our rations increased to seven packs last week. The cookies are delicious, especially the brownies. As a request, please send me more brownies and food. You've been so sweet about sending packages. I hate to keep asking for more, but they are so good I can't resist it. Thanks a million. I do appreciate it. My responsibility has suddenly increased sixfold. I've become lead bombardier in a six-ship flight. I was depending on someone else before, but now the tables are turned and I have five other ships, depending on me. This should make me gooey-headed in no time at all, and I have nine. And, by the way, I get an additional one-quarter mission for each mission I fly as flight lead. Please keep well and keep writing. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. The Silver King is busy and happy these days as the mail keeps coming, the packages as well, and most importantly for him, an increase in the ration of cigarettes for the guys. And he has news that he's been promoted. He's now the lead bombardier in a six-ship flight as he writes to his family on February thirteenth, 1945 Dearest Ones, This was a banner day indeed. Four letters from you, plus a package and a Valentine's card. My day is always perfect when the mail comes in. Your sweet letters always make me feel just as though I was only a few miles away instead of across the ocean. For this, dears, I... "'Send my thanks with all my heart. "'You certainly timed your Valentine's card perfectly. "'I had completely forgotten about the day "'and feel terrible that I couldn't even send you a card. "'But, Mother dear, "'you know you'll always be my best Valentine's, sweetheart. "'Your letters of all you're doing with the kids there "'surely makes wonderful reading. "'I get a kick out of Leona's letters,' telling of all the dates and you keeping her out all night. Sounds as though everyone there gave a party for her and she didn't get much rest. Nonetheless, I would have liked to be there getting worn out too. I hate to think of them leaving knowing how lonesome you would be, but now I feel better since cecy will be there soon. That should keep you well occupied again, as I know everyone will want to give a party for her. I spent a quiet day enjoying the warm weather. It felt good to discard the long drawers and don a khaki uniform. If the weather will remain as such, all will be well. I seem to be at a loss for writing material tonight. I'll try to do better next time. I'm fine and taking good care. You keep well and keep writing. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. One of the steadiest themes throughout the Silver King's writing in Dearest Ones is that both Stanley and his mother, Sarah Bell, are remarkable narrators, each in different ways where the king of course is responding to what his mother and occasionally his father and sister are describing and he in turn is marveling at all that and occasionally saying well here's what I'm doing too but his writing really reflects so much about his love and compassion for his family and what he hopes to do with them, when the war is over. As he writes to his family on February 15, 1945, Dearest Ones, No mail last night, but tonight made up for it. I received three letters from you, plus one from you, Dad. It's the most wonderful feeling in the world when there is mail from you. I can't describe the exact feeling. I can only thank you from the bottom of my heart for writing me so faithfully. I was terribly shocked and very sorry to hear of Mrs. Bailey's death. I had no idea she was even ill. It was certainly sweet of you to go to the funeral, as I'm sure you were a comfort to Abe and Joe. I shall surely write Abe the first chance I get. I'm only sorry your letter didn't arrive sooner. Thanks awfully for your kind wishes on my receiving the air medal. Your sweet letters made me feel as though I had really achieved something. Since then I have received an oak leaf cluster to the medal. It is in lieu of a second medal. "'only adds a little decoration. "'The crowd was certainly very nice to the kids. "'Sounds like you were being entertained the entire time. "'I can imagine the letdown when they left. "'Cece should be there by now, I hope. "'Your package came in good shape, "'and it was certainly a good one. "'Also, it came fairly fast.' since it was mailed on January 9. As always, each is duly appreciated. Thanks a million for being so sweet. You have really sent loads of them, as evident from my well-stocked supply of cigarettes, soap, and food. However, I'm still waiting for the one with the stationery. It should be here soon. This was a swell day. I slept until noon and was out all afternoon as the weather was real nice, with the assistant operations officer living in the same room with me has proven to be a lucky break. I requested a certain fellow to be navigator on our crew, and he saw to it that it was fulfilled. This fellow came over with me as a bombardier, but they decided to make him a navigator. We've been together since Columbia and have been great friends. Now my crew is complete with all good boys. I couldn't have picked better fellows to fly with. Take care of yourselves and keep well. I'm fine and thinking of you constantly. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Throughout the Silver King's war and his writing, he's been very good about explaining in easy language how he's maneuvered within his unit to fly with the men he really felt were capable. And like the rest of his life, he was charming in that way and was able to work with people to make things happen. As he writes to his Family on February 17, 1945 Dearest Ones, It was swell receiving so many letters again, five as recent as February 8. This is the first time one of my letters has been answered within a month. Now that the weather has improved, I'm hoping it will continue. I know how you hated to see the kids leave. Even your letters betray your loneliness. Why not sell the house, as others are doing, and move to Chicago? Since business is so lousy, there isn't much to lose. Besides, it's time you were retiring anyhow. Thanks for informing me of my bank balance. All the checks are included except the one for $10, so it checks with mine okay. However, I don't understand the bank charges. Do they charge so much for a check, or is it a monthly charge? I'm glad you withheld one, but I asked you to keep two, not one. As it is, I still owe you $100, and that isn't how I want it to be. Now, please, do as I ask, and keep the next one that arrives." I want you to let me know which one you keep so I can keep my books straight. Things are going smooth as ever. The weather continues to be nice. The mud is almost dry. Only the mice continue to give me trouble. Someone dropped a hint today that I might get back to Paris soon. I certainly hope so. So I'm getting more restless now that uh, the days are getting warmer and longer. One thing for sure, I'll have plenty of money this time. I didn't even bother to go down to get paid for January. I don't need the money, and it's a good place to keep my money. This is the first time since being in the Army that I wasn't broke when the end of the month came. Perhaps I'll be able to save and send home money besides my allotment. Gee, I can almost see the suits it will buy when I get home. Please take care of yourselves and keep well. I'm fine in thinking of you constantly. I have ten and a half. No, I have never received a letter from Ida. Thank her for writing me, though. Maybe it will come soon. Don't be too lonesome. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Our hero, the Silver King, is feeling flush these days and trying to negotiate the debt resolution with his parents about the money he wants them to keep. And he's preparing for Paris as spring seems around the corner. He's writing on February 22, 1945. Dearest Ones, Please forgive me as I haven't written the past few days. I know only too well that I should have, but somehow my laziness got the better of me. I promised in the future that it will not happen again. There really hasn't been anything of importance that I can write It's the same old routine day after day. And, of course, I'm in the best of health. Not having heard from you lately, I hope you're well also and not too lonesome. Since writing you last, I received my long-awaited promotion. As of February 15, I am now a first lieutenant. It took me all of 13 months, but I finally made it. I didn't receive my orders until yesterday, and I didn't even have silver bars to wear. I had to borrow one from a roommate. So I hope you received my request and have sent me some. Of course, it didn't come as a surprise. But still, it was received with a terrific sigh of self-satisfaction. Chances of ever becoming a captain are practically nil, as I would have to become a squadron bombardier, and that's indeed slim. However, I'm satisfied as is, though knowing all the rank is in the ground forces. Now you can tell me what Jerome is. I heard from Bill the other day. He's fine. He said he is getting a 48-hour pass soon and might come here to see me. I surely hope he does, as I could really use some laughs. I was supposed to meet Arthur in town yesterday, but I couldn't as I was on group duty again. Maybe I'll get to meet him next week. I did go to town last night for a few hours. Four of us went in to celebrate the promotions. We got fairly well tight, as usual and met a few nurses with whom we talked a while. It surely is nice to talk with American girls for a change. Glorious will be the day when I leave this forsaken country for the good old states. I've just about had my fill of everything over here. Sherman made a rash statement when he was in hell. Hell couldn't be this bad. No more for now. Keep well and write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley has big news, of course, for the family. But in his usual humble way, he buries the lead in his letter announcing his official promotion to be a First Lieutenant in the Army Air Corps. He's excited, of course. They've gone to town to celebrate. But he's also feeling a little bit blue as he writes to his family on February 23, 1945. Dearest Ones, You have no idea how happy your letter made me tonight. I was sort of down in the dumps, but now I feel a hell of a lot better. This letter is dated Feb 1, so you can see the mail is screwed up again. It doesn't appear as though it will ever straighten out again. Mother, you shouldn't feel as you do about things over here. On the contrary, I am very fortunate to be living so comfortable. We do have lights, heat, and quite a few comforts. Of what I wrote you was only that one instant when things weren't as usual. Please believe me, things aren't half as bad as I'm sure you must picture them. Don't despair yourself of anything because of my predicament. And above all, forget that guilty conscience feeling. If you must feel sorry for someone, then do it for the man in the front lines. He is much more deserving of your sympathy than I will ever be. My living conditions cannot be compared with what he must see in combat. When the war is over, "'He will have won it. "'I'm so glad you had so much fun while the kids were there. "'I bet Richie hated to leave his Mimi, Poppy, and Frank "'as much as you hated to see him go. "'Now that he's grown, so he must be wonderful company. "'I'm anxiously awaiting a letter from Leona telling of Margie. "'Gee, but I hope she isn't too old before I get home.' I want to be able to tell her how cute she was as a baby after she has become a young lady. Since writing last night, nothing has happened of which I can write. The weather continues to be nice, and I'm trying to make the most of it. I have eleven and three quarters. Please keep well and don't be too lonesome. I'm fine and thinking of you constantly. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. The Silver King's mission numbers continue to rise as he flies lead for his group. And, of course, he's not able to tell his family exactly what's going on as he writes to them on February 27, 1945. Dearest ones, thanks For the seven sweet letters I have received, it is always a beautiful night when there is so much mail. They are dated from Feb 11 to 18, which makes it plain the mail is improving after all. I certainly couldn't expect to receive a letter in less than eight days. I also received letters from Leona and Sherry. It is surely difficult to visualize Richie doing all the things he is, as I can't believe he has grown so. I'm afraid by the time I get back, he will be too big for me to handle. It's a disappointment that Margie's eyes are turning brown. I had hoped they would remain blue, but I suppose brown ones are just as well. Sherry wrote his letter from England. He is there on leave at a rest home. He has quite a few more missions than I and certainly deserved it after flying so often. He is fine and having a swell time there. Also, his daughter is fine. I would surely like to be there with him and hope to get there soon. In fact, I hope to just go somewhere, anywhere soon. Thanks for sending the bars, but I can't understand why they haven't arrived if you sent them first class. I can surely use them as I don't own any. Neither have any of the packages come, but that's expected as it takes 30 days at least. About the metal, I intend to mail it to you as soon as I get to Paris to buy perfume. I want to send them together. You asked about the food. Truthfully, it has improved considerably. We get a nice variety and plenty of it. Besides that, we always have a good stock in the room. Between the food we receive in packages and the eggs traded from the French, our stomachs are always full. As for heat, the weather has been so nice we hardly need a fire. So you see, all is well and comfortable, and there are no complaints except being lonely a little. I am glad you're well and pray you remain as such. I'm fine and thinking of you constantly. And don't be too lonesome. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. As we reach the end of the Silver King's letters from February of 1945 at A72 in northern France, the king has news which, of course, he can't share, and that is that his guys who he trained with and came over with to fly, have been shot down. They went out one day on a mission and didn't come home. And this is a very difficult time for him. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.